Welcome to BFF Podcast, hosted by your hair leaders, Kausar and Duki. We are here to make your life easier as working mom and teach you everything we learned in order to lose 70 pounds combined. So far, we have helped over 500 women do the same. This episode is brought to you by our signature program, 90 Day Extreme, in which we help working moms lose 15 pounds in 90 days. Hi, besties. Welcome to another episode of Weight Loss for Working Moms. Uh, this is Kausar. I know Doki is missing today, but I'm interviewing my amazing friend and client, Jen Belcher, uh, who I had a pleasure of working with last year. And I actually met her in Jersey City, and she has recently moved to Nashville, Tennessee, which has been huge. I mean, everybody has been moving around during this pandemic. Um, she's not a mom, but her story has inspired many, many women out there. She's currently a fifth grade um, teacher at a private school in Nashville, Tennessee. She's very um, active, a competitive ballroom dancer. Oh my God, her dance, I've seen it. It's just like out of this world. Um, her favorite foods are, uh, she calls them bad, but she ate them while losing 18 to 20 pounds. <laughs> Ice cream, pad thai, pad thai, and anything with potatoes. Um, and those are some of the foods she ate and she enjoyed and indulged during her program with us. And she's definitely going to talk more about those. And the craziest thing that happened to her lately <laughs> was trying to date safely in a pandemic. <laughs> Hi, Jen. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Jen Belcher. I'm 37. I will be 38 in March. So I am right at that age where your body and metabolism just start to do what they want to do. <laughs> um, and that's fun. And then also dating at 37, 38 is adventurous, especially in a pandemic. Um, yeah. As you said, I'm a teacher, um, which is super stressful right now. So that that's fun to balance. Um, but I'm trying to live my quote unquote best life down here in Nashville, given the situation. And I was super excited to do this because, as I always like to tell you, you changed my life and you gave me Aww. my life back and you gave me my freedom and my confidence back because I was not in a good place when I met you. A year ago, for sure. I it, I was thinking this morning about our discussion, and it's almost like the bigger you become, the smaller you feel, hmm. um, and you really lose yourself. And wow. it's really sad, you know. You and you almost dress in a certain way, and you you hide yourself and you hide your person. Like I was afraid to come out of my house. I was afraid to even meet friends. I was petrified if someone was coming to New York city for something and they wanted to meet up and they hadn't seen me in a few years, I would literally not meet them because I'm like, I can't have them see me like this. And you gave me all of that back. You know, you gave me my confidence and am I at the weight that I was at 25? No, but I think I look damn good for a 38 year old woman. I'm strong and I have curves and I'm muscular and I'm toned and, you know, I just feel like I have myself back. So thank you for that. Oh, that literally touches me so much. Thank you so much for all your hard work. Um, and before we dive into fitness stuff, as all, you know, 
uh, representing all the moms out there, we want to thank you so much for your service because this time being a teacher is insanity. So thank you for that. Um, and then your your meeting you was such a pleasure. Honestly, it was like she is so ready to crush her goals, and you did in three months. Um, she was down 18 pounds, and then now she's telling me she dropped another five. So I'm like, girl, like. She started in things like Thanksgiving right before Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, and the craziest thing was that she came back from her Thanksgiving break all week long. And she's like, oh, I'm down two pounds. Like, what? Down two pounds during Thanksgiving week. So I was a proud coach. And it's possible. Like, like I don't know when this will air, but we're like Thanksgiving is tomorrow. And, it, and I even ate. A full Thanksgiving. I didn't even think about it. I didn't count macros. I didn't do anything on Thanksgiving Day. I like let myself live my life and still lost weight because Amazing. everything else was in place. <laughs> Absolutely. You had such a strong foundation. Like we're just having this call earlier. And it's like when you track your macronutrients, right? When you're eating so much little fat than what your body needs, and you are working out like a beast too, like three times a week your body becomes like this fat burner. And I think when you went on that Thanksgiving vacation, your body was like pre super prepared for that one right. meal. <laughs> All right. So um, how are you balancing work and home and working from home right now? Yeah. And, in, and I'm in a unique situation being a teacher. So right now we are in person, but I can go remote at any moment. And in fact, um, just a few weeks ago, one of my students ended up positive, and then I was home for two weeks in quarantine. So I'm like working in person, but then also working remotely too. You know, it's so tricky. Like you said, teaching this year is just incredibly difficult, and you're giving everything that you have all day. So, like, being self focused is super hard, but also super important because as you know, women, we tend to give ourselves to everybody else except for ourselves first. Um, especially moms or people who wow. have children, right? But you have to realize if you're not taking your care of yourself, then you have less to give. I always think of it as like a trickle down effect. Like if you want to take care of children, whether they are your own or your students, you have to take care of yourself first. Um, so I just, I try my hardest to make myself a priority um, because. If you stop working out, you stop eating healthily, which is kind of what our body wants to do in times of high stress. We want to kind of hibernate. You end up so much more tired and it feels counterintuitive, right? You get home from a long day, whether you've been at home trying to be a mom or balance, you know, I'm at home, but I'm also working or you are actually one of the people still out in the workforce to get home and you're just exhausted and all you want to do is fall asleep on the couch or turn on Netflix or eat something that's going to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. But if you can actually just push yourself to go to the gym, if they're still open in your area or do an at home workout or just go for a walk, even in the moment when it feels like this is the absolute last thing I want to do, Overall, you sleep better, so you're more rested. You feel better the next day. Um, when I was quarantining a few weeks ago and I wasn't 
for some reason, when I'm home, it's harder for me to be active. Like you just kind of stay in your pajamas all day. And it's, it's really easy to just fall into that. I'm at home rut. And I am horrible at, at home workouts. Like I just have to be outside my house to work out. And I didn't do a great job of prioritizing. And I just found myself so much more tired, even though I was at home getting more sleep. So you right. just have to make the conscious albeit very difficult decision to put yourself first for an hour each day. And the benefits will like definitely outweigh that difficult decision in the moment of whether to stay on your couch and watch Netflix or just go do something. That's amazing. Such a beautiful perspective. It's like you work with, we, we work with two kids and it's like madness. You (laughs) probably 20. I have 52 fifth graders because I teach four classes. Yeah. (laughs) Luckily they are fifth grade. So they are much more with it in terms of their independence, but you know, it's a lot. A lot. It's like I have some in person. I have some learning from home. Like I said, you can just switch and have to be remote. You know. Wow. Wow. That. Yeah. That's crazy. And I, and I love how how aware you are. How aware of your own self, your body, you are making. I love how you said making that one hour for yourself makes such a huge difference. It's like I know it because with my kids, they wake up around 7, 7.30, dad takes care of the morning routine because listen, mom needs one hour. I just have to do my meditation, my workout, and then I'm a human. <laughs> and it may feel selfish or you may have that yeah. guilt. And I don't have ch- uh, children, but I have a dog. And like when she looks at me when I leave the house, like I do have that guilt of like, I just, you know, I just want to stay home. Like she looks so sad, but ultimately it's not selfish at all because you taking care of yourself is the best thing that you can do for those around you absolutely can't agree enough and you know having all this awareness I wanted to ask you where were you before you started this program this 90 day extreme this weight loss journey because I know when I met you you were totally in a different mindset and lucky for us at that time we were one-on-one so I met you in person we talked which was so amazing um so where were you at that point our listeners probably want to know that I vividly remember our first phone call together I was walking in downtown Jersey City I remember it was cold like I remember it like it was yesterday and it almost felt more like a therapy session (laughs) like you know it's the first time we'd ever talked to each other but I feel like we talked for about 40 minutes or something I just I was so lost and confused and I think sometimes it's is difficult when you've always been this athletic person and you've had the body type that you've never had to worry about it. And then boom, something happens. Either you just get older or, you know, I had moved to New York. I started taking a medicine, which had caused me to gain weight. And then like the constant eating out and the drinking alcohol and all like it just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. And I just got to a place where I literally was in a different body and I had no idea what to do. I'm, You know, I didn't know what to do for my age and my metabolism. You know, when we're in our 20s, you can eat one salad and go to the gym and lose five pounds. Like your body just works that way. And it's just, you can be kind of haphazard about it, but you can't do that as an adult woman. It's just, it's not feasible. You have to have a plan. You have to have the education. You have to have the understanding of who you are and what works for you. Um, and you have to commit. And I just, 
I was in a like I was in a dark, dark place. I mm-hmm. really didn't know what to do with myself or for myself. Um, Aww. So. <laughs> yeah, and I remember you told me that there's this huge dance competition mm-hmm. um, at the end of the year. I think there was one that I went to that I saw your beautiful dance, but there's another one that you wanted to be prepared for, and you're like, I don't have the confidence that I want yeah. in order to dance in that show and then you showed up there you rocked it it was yeah so beautiful I had started to feel even though I have trophies and medals and all these titles because of where my body was I felt like I no longer belonged um and I was so focused on feeling inferior and feeling like I didn't belong there um, and comparing myself to everyone else that I couldn't even focus on my dancing and I couldn't even enjoy them all. I was just constantly embarrassed and constantly oh. felt like an imposter. And that's not true, you know, <laughs> and no. that, you know, you know, ballroom, Latin ballroom, while, you know, you, you want to be fit, you know, it's not, it's, it is a very accepting field of dance. Mm-hmm. It's not like ballet where the extremes of what you need to look like mm-hmm. are are unattainable, you know? And so a lot of it was in my head, but at the end of the day, that's kind of what matters, right? Your opinion of yourself and your love of yourself is the most important thing. Absolutely. And oh my gosh, I wish people could see your dance moves because they're (laughs) they're out of this world. You inspired me to take dance, but just for listeners, she totally inspired me to take dance classes. It was the best thing ever. (laughs) With our dear friend Dylan, oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! So my next question is going to be more about the program. So, what are you know aside from losing eighteen to twenty pounds in this program? What are your other takeaways? Well, there there are there are so many, and I'll, I'll try to list all of them. I would say the two biggest ones for me was, you know, you always hear like diet is 80% and exercise is 20%. And I think I had convinced myself, well, exercise and working out is only 20%. That's not that big of a deal. So if I just, you know, just eat better, I don't need to work out. And that's just not true. Like it may statistically only be 20%. I don't believe that. I think it's more. I think my body works so much differently when I'm regularly working out and especially with weight programs and hit programs like I you, you have to move your body you have to have weights you have to do hit like and it's not about running 30 miles every day either like it's not about the cardio you can get a big bang for your buck in a short amount of time but what that allows you to do is have a your body has this base your metabolism is working your muscles are there your body's burning that allows you to not have to eat perfectly 100% of the time. Like you're just priming yourself to work the best that your body can work. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so important. And I just, I notice such a difference when I'm at the gym or working out like five days a week and I'm committed to it. And you really, your mental health becomes reliant on it. Like if you can push through those first months and make it habit, you're going to get to a place where you don't want to miss a workout because it's, it's so much 
positivity for your mental health and your body and you crave it. Um, but it, you have to make it a habit. It's, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, my other like huge takeaway is reading labels and becoming aware of what is in food. Mm -hmm. And when you only focus on calories, I think you can avoid looking at labels and how much fat or sugar or carbs is in something because you're only focused on the calories. It wasn't until I started counting macros and I had to really look at a label that I realized how many carbs were in things I never thought had carbs, how much fat. Oh my God. There's so much fat in foods. Like you don't even realize and hidden sugars, you know, for example, I love just making like a red sauce pasta. Mm -hmm. There's so much sugar in a normal thing of like, like pasta. But now I make it with organic tomato paste, which has like no sugar. And at first I thought, oh, this isn't going to taste. It tastes fine. It tastes fine. You don't even miss the the sugar. So it was really just learning about foods and becoming more aware of what I was putting in my body. It, it forces you to look at it, um, to follow, to follow your macros. And then, um, another, another big thing is you have to eat. You have to eat. I will like go through these weeks where like I have a date coming up or something and I like want to feel slim and I'll, hyper cut back my calories and think, okay, if I don't eat, if I starve myself, I'm going to look so spelt and thin, nothing happens. But if I actually let myself eat an abundance of healthy foods that fit, you know, my macros, I lose weight. Like you cannot starve yourself. And I think it's such a common misconception. Like you will lose more weight if you just eat. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember our conversations in the gym. I was, I was also a trainer for the record. Yes. <laughs> it, we were, I would be going through her, my fitness pal to make sure that she's hitting, you know, all her caloric intake and like protein, fats and carbs. And I would be like, I want you to eat more. I want you to eat more. I want you to eat. Yeah, I don't think there were like weeks I was eating 800, 900 calories and it just doesn't work. Your body will not burn the things it needs to burn if you're not feeding it enough food. Uh, Food prep too. Like, especially as you get more comfortable with the program, like I will go back into like, counting macros as like a reset and like when I need to like you know kind of kick things up a notch but I have learned and as you always told me like if you can just learn certain meals and learn have your go-to things that you meal prep um Mm -hmm. and you know like these hit your macros then you don't necessarily once you get comfortable have to be typing in every single thing you have to go through the work. You have to go through the work those first couple months and learn those meals and learn what's what. But when you start to get into more of a maintenance part, meal prepping and knowing your go-tos, it gives you so much freedom. And it might seem boring, but it's really not. Like, And especially someone like me that has stomach issues, like my IBS, where mm-hmm. it really bother me. 
it gives me peace of mind and it takes away so much anxiety knowing that I can eat all these foods in a day and I'm not going to get sick. I'm not going to get bloated. I'm not, and I'm hitting my macros at the same time. Right. And I don't even have to plug in to know that because I've memorized these meal plans. <laughs> exactly. And this is such a core value um, when we work with our besties. It's like meal prepping because as moms, I mean, you're, you're a mom to a puppy and you have you're teaching, you're working full time, not having those staples, those foods ready could be really a recipe for disaster. In your case, you've been tracking macros. So now you know exactly what your body needs, what kind of nutrients. And I loved uh, when I was working with you, how you managed your IBS symptoms without so much health. I was helping you with your caloric intake, but you were really managing those IBS symptoms like a champ. Yeah. My biggest recommendation is to and you can get them on amazon for so cheap are those bento boxes like the plastic reusable bento boxes especially if you have to go out of the house to work because not only are they easy just for organization the sizes of the boxes help with portion control. like they're perfect so i just get like those 90 minute brown rice packages. I get a rotisserie chicken for the week that I sh can shred up across the week and I distribute everything and my veggies and it, it's simple and I love it. And it keeps it me doesn't take so much time. People feel so intimidated. Oh, it did, right. It, it takes me probably, I want to say 20 minutes tops. Wow. To prepare my lunches for the week. And they're like fun foods. You're not like ever depriving yourself of like, like rice and bread and the things that oh, you would take. Never. Yeah. And, and I think like you, you pick your battles, right? And, and I don't, I don't even like the word battle, but it's almost like pick your meals. Like if you're, you posted a Thanksgiving thing today about if you eat this way and if this way for breakfast and lunch then you can have more freedom in your Thanksgiving meal and it's kind of like that if you do the clean protein shake or the egg whites in the morning you have like the chicken and veggies at lunch then you you have that bank of points that you can spend <laughs> you know for dinner or on a snack yeah absolutely it's all about just learning that balance um so I have my last question. Uh, yeah. from you. What would be your advice for women like yourself who want to, who are not sure where to start, uh, how to adopt a healthy, healthy lifestyle, where to start? So quit saying tomorrow. This was my biggest downfall um, for the three years that I really struggled with my weight before I met you, I kept saying, well, tomorrow I'll do this tomorrow. I'll do this. Wow. Or I would do like, okay, well I'm going to start tomorrow. So I'm going to eat all of the crap in the world today. Just <laughs> quit putting it off because you know, tomorrow will always be, you have to live in today and women, especially we are givers. We are nurturers. We put everyone else before ourselves. And as I said earlier, you know, just to kind of come full circle, you have to prioritize yourself and you have to understand the bigger connection that if you invest in yourself, then ultimately you're investing in those that you love. Mm -hmm. And it's the most selfless act that you can actually do. Um, you have to give to yourself as much as you would at everyone else. And you'll be amazed at the energy and the positivity that surrounds you once you do that. Mm -hmm. So, and it's also like, don't give up. 
it's hard at first. You're literally changing your lifestyle habits. It is not going to be easy. You know, I think with social media and all, all the images that we see of these people, it looks like this care, carefree, easy thing. And all these women are so beautiful and fit. It takes work. It takes work. And you have to understand that you have to give yourself grace, you know? Yeah. Especially for working moms, moms itself, yeah. like carry a lot of guilt, this baggage of guilt. Um, at the end of the day, like, was it there for my kids? Was it there for my job? And then was, we never stopped to think, Oh, did I pay attention to myself, my needs? What's it that I want? So this is such a strong message that don't put it off, you know, like whatever your goals are, whether being weight loss, adopting a healthier lifestyle, it really, I love how you said it improves your relationships with yourself, your mindset, with your kids, with your, honestly, my relationship got better with my husband after I lost 35 pounds. That because uh, and I, I was so guilty of this. I was projecting so many of my own insecurities and the way I viewed myself onto others because I didn't feel valuable. So I saw they didn't think I was valuable. I didn't feel attractive. So I didn't think they thought I was attractive. And you know, kids, especially, you know, as a teacher, I'm so aware of this. And you know, you're a mom. They pick up on everything. And you being happy with yourself. Is it's just the best gift that you can give them because they're picking up on that energy. Oh wow! They always say kids uh, learn what you do and yeah. not what you say. <laughs> yeah. So if they see you loving yourself and prioritizing yourself, then you're instilling those habits in them. Oh my! You know, and they my 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 dog child is <laughs> is being rowdy in the background. So you know. It, like I said, it is about you, but it's also about everyone around you too. So that, that's how a woman, you can justify that. Cause I know we always want to put everybody else first. And so you have to do it as you kind of are. Yeah, totally. It's such a strong message. What is, uh, what is next for you in your fitness journey? Um, I, I would still like to lose like a little bit more weight, but I'm just really focused on getting stronger and, you know, more toned right now. Um, so I think, you know, and I, I think about, like I, like I said, when I kind of get into another plateau, I just go back into those macros and really start to analyze again. It's such a good place to reset. Um, but I, you know, I'm just trying not to focus on that scale number and just focusing on feeling good and being stronger and eating to nourish my body and like letting everything else fall into place. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a perfect perspective well thank you so much Jen I don't want to take so much of your time this was a lot of fun my pleasure